listening to Women of the Seven Cities podcast. I'm your creator and host, Abby Weaver. The purpose of this podcast is to encourage, inspire, and empower women in Hampton Roads to be more than they think is possible. You will hear true stories from women who are just like you. Women who became inspired to create businesses or run for school board. Women who don't let anything stand in their way. I hope you enjoy this show. And please, take some notes. You might learn something new today. Thank you for listening to Women of the Seven Cities podcast. Today I have the awesome opportunity of interviewing Andra Rosenberg. So I'm super happy that you're here. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Fun fact, Andra is my hairdresser and she's now the only person I'll let touch my hair. True um, story. Yeah, she does a wonderful job. So that's going to be a little bit of what we talk about today. Um, so if you need a hairdresser, keep that in mind and please keep listening because I, I tell you, she freaking rocks. Um, so I want to know a little bit about who Andra is. Um, well, <clears throat> excuse me, I am a, a Virginia Beach native, um, grew up um, out near Pungo. So I grew up in Virginia Beach and um, I've traveled around when I was younger and ultimately I came back here to Tidewater and uh, looked into doing hair and makeup. Um, when I was 25 I started my apprenticeship and um, that was with Salon Devachi. I've been with them for um, almost 15 years now and uh, doing hair and makeup. I'm an educator. Um, I also uh, play music in town for many, many years at a club and met a lot of people that way. Um, and I love Norfolk. Um, I love all the seven cities, but I live here in Norfolk and um, I love our community and I love being a part of it. Norfolk by far is my absolute favorite city out of all seven. I grew up in, I was born in Newport News. I was raised in Hampton. But when it came time to being an adult and doing things on my own, I chose Norfolk because it was such a, it has such a city life to it, but it's also, I've met so many wonderful people and I've gotten so much accomplished. There's so many more opportunities here. For sure. And it's just like a beautiful place to live too. Like this apartment rocks. I love it. They have the, I have to say <laughs> as much as I love many things about all the seven cities, um, Norfolk seems to have a lot of character and mm -hmm. that's where I feel like I fit. Um, friends of mine that have these really cute newer apartments in different parts of town. It's great, but I love to be able to showcase my little place, and yeah. my little castle. Um, it definitely speaks to me, and I feel most comfortable um, in my neighborhood in Ghent, and I absolutely love it. And um, I moved back to Ghent uh, a couple years ago, and so um, I love being able to walk everywhere. And now we've got the pace bikes, and we get to ride around. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm super excited to be back in the area and um, getting the word out on you know what I do. That's how I met you. It's just through social media, and um, you had your podcast, and I wanted to you know let you know about what I do. And I ended up having you in my chair for that event, and I feel yeah. like this is a super cool um, relationship that we can build now. I love it. Yeah, um, I went to the um, 30th anniversary gala for the. Governor's Art School back in March, and Andrew did my, my hair and makeup, and um, I've never had my makeup professionally done before, so that was a first for me, and I went full, full mile, 100 mile, fake lashes and everything, and it was 
fantastic, and I've never felt better about myself. It was a really great night. Awesome. Um, That's music to my ears. You know, there's people that have had experiences before where they've had their makeup done or their hair done, and it was for a special event. And quite often, um, you leave feeling not quite like yourself, or there was a comfort level that wasn't really discussed. Mm -hmm. And so um, I really try to focus on that with each guest. What do they normally wear? What are they comfortable with? Because if they're a glamour girl, they're going to want the lashes. They're going to want to have the lip. Mm -hmm. But if they're a granola girl, they're not going to want to have as much. And so I have to be mindful of that. Mm -hmm. um, it's all about taking someone's natural beauty and trying to make sure that we focus on um, the things that they feel most confident about. So it's music to my ears that that, that being your, your first experience, getting your makeup done was a good one. Yeah, Because quite great. often it's a little bit of a... Um, I need to wash my face and try again sort of thing with some other uh, nope. experiences at different places. I was very pleased with that night. It Music was great. Music to my ears. Um, so I want to know, I'm just going to ask you some random questions. So what's the biggest thing that inspires you to do, to do what you do? Actually, let's back up. What is it exactly that you do? Well, I would say that um, if I'm going to umbrella everything... Um, I don't know if this would be on an actual job description, but I'm going to call it being in the business of building self-esteem. Um, I technically um, am, a, am a makeup artist and a hair designer and a cosmetology instructor, mm -hmm. if I were to be filling out a form with that sort of information. But ultimately, at the end of the day, my job is to make sure that these ladies and gentlemen that walk through that door... Um, are able to get a design that makes them feel confident, something that they can recreate, and something that um, gives them um, a different pep in their step. Um, I don't know what people are coming in from, the crazy world outside the salon or outside um, whatever event we're doing, mm -hmm. but for you know a half an hour to maybe two hours, I have them with me, and maybe they leave with a different um, outlook on the way that things are going. Um, a haircut can change everything. And so not only am I able to be creative and um, with my designs, I'm able to be social. It's definitely psychological mm -hmm. um, doing hair. And then there's the whole science and math aspect of doing color and cutting. So I feel like I finally have found the perfect melange of all of these things. And ultimately, at the end of the day, my job is to make people feel good about themselves. So what inspires you to do that? Um, well, I know that growing up, um, my mother, um, you know, she used to get her hair cut and whatnot, but she never really, you know, would bust out the curling irons and all the makeup and stuff. Like she, you know, pinch her cheeks, a little bit of lip gloss, you know, total babe, but just didn't really focus on the beauty aspect of things. So I relied heavily on Seventeen magazine and um, YM and all these magazines to kind of get tutorials on how to do hair and makeup and. Um, so when I started getting my hair done as a young adult, 18 to about 24, 25, there were things that I wanted out of that experience. And I thought, you know, I can do this. I could make this experience a little different. There were things that I loved about going to the salon and things I didn't love as much. So the experience of not really knowing much about doing hair and makeup inspires me to be able to share that with people. So... Um, whatever level of comfort they have, I can help them to recreate things at home. Mm -hmm. um, I'm inspired by all of my, um, my co-workers and my, especially my mentors that I've had throughout all these years. Um, I worked for, you know, working with Salam Vivachi and being an apprentice, um, Elizabeth Pascal was my mentor for almost uh, two and a half years. She taught me everything I know. Um, Charles Yenny is my business mentor. 
Um, these are people that have inspired me as far as um, getting an idea of what I can do in that industry. Um, and keeping um, abreast of all of the, the trends and whatnot, reading magazines and looking at blogs, I get inspired in those ways. But at the same token, I have to be realistic that these beauty standards that are being held by the media and by um, Pinterest, you know, ladies and gentlemen come in with these pictures and these magazines and can I do this or I, how come my hair doesn't look like this? So those things, as much as they kind of um, can be a uh, beauty deterrent or, you know, uh, make people feel not as confident, I try to take those things and use them as ins inspiration to let people know that, uh, we're not going to focus as much on what the industry says mm -hmm. is the norm. Um, so basically, I'm inspired by all of my, my mentors that I've had throughout the years, um, trying to focus on the trends and the Pinterest and the media and things like that, but use those as in inspiration, but bring that runway mm -hmm. to every day. I can look at these magazines and see these really cool designs, and so will they, but how am I going to help them to be uh, bring that to every day? Okay. Um, so, what is your what is your main goal? Where do you want to get to? Um, as far as my career with hair and makeup, or just ultimately? With your career, let's start with your career. Well, um, I have uh, I definitely am excited about moving to um, like I said, I've been with Salon Vivace for um, for almost fifteen years, and now I will be at Candy's over on Brandon and Yent. So this is the biggest step I've made in my career in quite some time having been with the same company for so long. The reason I chose to do this is that um, I love my neighborhood, I love the community, and I love the idea of bringing this self-esteem and confidence mm -hmm. building business into my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. um, you see people walking around everywhere, riding their bikes, all the bartenders and the restaurants and the businesses there. People live right next to the salon and I know that all of those people at some point will pass that salon and I have the opportunity to um, shine a little sunshine on their life and mm -hmm. on what they're doing. Uh, so ultimately, I'm looking to build my business um, in my community. Um, I learned so much by working for um, Salon Vivace, teaching at Rudy and Kelly Academy, the Paul Mitchell School. Um, those were my building blocks for this huge part of my career and now, it's time for me to take all of that and bring it back to my community, start working with all of the businesses in the area, um, working with Mari um, High School, working with Blair Middle School, working with the Generic Theater. Um, I just met with um, the gals from The Narrow about doing like uh, getting your hair done and then going to the movies, dinner and a movie. Uh, just making sure that I'm able to bring it back to my community. Um, and I love that. And plus I can walk two blocks to work and you know, that's definitely... Uh, Save some gas. For sure, for yeah. sure. And it's, uh, my ultimate goal now is just to take all of this experience I've had and bring it back to my little neighborhood and share that with everyone in our community. Um, you know, working in Newport News and Virginia Beach, you know, back and forth for so many years, a lot of my people here in Norfolk and Ghent haven't had the opportunity to experience time with me. Mm -hmm. um, many of them already see others for hair and makeup, um, which is great continue those you know relationships but they can still pop in and see me for a blowout every now and again treat yourself right yeah so I'm looking to bring that experience here to Ghent and not only is it going to make others I think excited and um, feel better about themselves 
but in turn, I love it. Mm -hmm. It makes me have a different pep in my step. I could have kind of a drag morning, but when I walk into work, everything changes because I know what I'm about to do. Every day is something different. Every day is somebody different. And, uh, you know, I haven't gotten tired of it. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. People should love their jobs and be happy in them. And, and one thing that I've experienced is when you work in an office, you just get to the point after maybe even like just a year, you, you feel so like, ugh, like another day in the office. Time to make the donuts. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe taking a lunch break and going to get my hair blown out will make my my day better. That's right. I might have to do that. Everybody loves somebody else blow-drying their hair. And yeah. there's nothing like getting your hair washed. And you know, if you live across the street from me, why not pop over? There's no reason for us to not be hanging out and working with all of the all of the people in our community, our businesses. Um, I can't wait to be able to um, to work with the Narrow. I think there's going to be a lot of cool stuff with Flick It Fridays, and um, I think they said they were going to do dirty dancing and have a girls' night. I'm like, that's really pre awesome. Pre-game at the salon, get your blowout, and then cruise over and have girls' night at the Narrow. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that uh, bringing it back to the neighborhood is something that um, I've been thinking about doing for a while, and I'm so excited mm -hmm. to take the step. I feel very confident about it, and um, I love what I do, and I'm excited to share it with as many people as I can. And even like if I'm having kind of a, a, a not the best morning, when I walk in and I know that my job is not only to create amazing designs, but mm -hmm. to give people... Um, that little bit of pep in their step, I know that I have to turn it on. And before you know it, you're actually back in the game. Yeah, you know? exactly. So you mentioned that you teach, and there was one thing that you said that stepped, uh, stuck out to me uh, while you were doing my hair once, that you do a, a daddy-daughter hair class? Yes, daddies and daughters. So um, as you all know, in our modern society, we have lots of dads that are either staying at home and taking care of the kiddos, um, you know, for whatever, uh, you know, single dads, um, things like that. I've met a lot of guys and including my little brother mm -hmm. who has two daughters and he's always asked questions, how'd you make their hair look like that? And man, if I could just learn how to just uh, do this or, you know, gosh, my, it never works out right. So I have workshops where I invite dads with their little girls to come up and um, I give them a little kit with some bobby pins, some elastics. We keep it real simple, mm -hmm. but uh, if they can make knots for working in, you know, um, you know, in the workshop or doing, I try to take the information that guys may uh, get a little easier and just break it down. Next thing you know, they're doing braids. Next thing you know, they're doing ponytails. Mm -hmm. And it's so awesome to see them post online or like send me a picture through text like, hey, check it out, I did that thing, it looked awesome. And uh, it gives them the confidence and then their kiddos feel more confident. Yeah. Especially like different textures of hair. If your kiddo's got really curly hair or super straight hair, you know, teaching them how to do that. Now, that's not to say I don't teach mamas, too. I certainly do. But I think since um, chicks may have a little more insight on how to do braids or whatever, yeah. I mean, I would certainly and still do give little, you know, tips here and there. But the daddies and daughters thing has always been a huge success. Mm -hmm. um, and it's great to see the time that they get to spend with their kiddos and to see the confidence of the little girl when they're all done you know, it's showing, hey, daddy's going to try something new. And then at the end of the day, again, back to the confidence building. She sees her hair look pretty, and her dad tried something new. You know, stepped out of his box. 
Yeah. So um, I love I love that. I also do one called BYOB, and it's bring your own blow dryer. So. Um, of course, when you leave the salon, your hair always looks bomb. Oh my god, I love it. Never. Yeah. Looks no. Like every time I leave you, my hair looks so great, and I'm never able to re. I tried to do that whole like kind of half twisty with my straightener thing that you did, and it just didn't like, work out. That again. So of course, it looks great when you leave us. We do this for a living. My mm. hair looks amazing when I leave my girl too. You know. So um, I have a class called BYOB. Bring your own blow dryer. So um, you bring your blow dryer, you bring your round brush, whatever you use at home. Mm -hmm. No shaming. If it's a Conair, bring it. I don't care. I need to know what you're using so I can show you how to use it. Um, if there's something that I think you need, a different brush or a product, then we can incorporate that. Mm -hmm. But um, you don't have the same tools I've got. So for me to show you how to style it with what I have, when you get home, you're SOL. It's like, yeah. great, I don't have any of that stuff. Yeah. And it's also a matter of with these classes, uh, no shaming. I mean, the fact that you're putting yourself out there like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing, and if you could just help me out. Mm -hmm. And I love being able to show people how to do what they can with what they've got. Plus, who wants to spend money on different gear if you already have a whole bunch of stuff under your sink that you mm -hmm. just don't know how to use? So bringing the education back with uh, my clients is when they walk back into the salon after they've had their hair done or after they've taken a makeup workshop or blow dry workshop, um, to see them return and their hair looks great and they're like, look, 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 I did it. Or I did my eyeliner, how do you like it? I love that. That means success. That to me is like big time soul food. Mm -hmm. That is what inspires me. That is what keeps me doing what I'm doing is that they actually are learning. Mm -hmm. So not only do I teach cosmetology students, but I take that education and I bring it to my services so people can actually try to recreate. Mm -hmm. It takes a little practice, but um, eventually you're more confident with how to do your hair and how to do your makeup. Yeah. And again, just building everybody's, I'm boosting everybody's self-esteem. He is very chatty tonight. I love it. <laughs> Charlie. Um, so what are some of your other hobbies apart from doing hair and makeup and your teaching? What, what kind of things do you enjoy doing? Um, I love um, working out, but I try to do things, um, a lot of stuff outdoors or try to find kind of unconventional ways of exercising. Um, I utilize my neighborhood a lot for mm -hmm. that. You'll, you can see me running the steps at Blair. There's three sets. So on the weekends, I'll go cruise those or um, take the train up to um, Harbor Park and then go run around Waterside. Um, uh, I love uh, I love going to Anytime Fitness. Shout out to my buddies there. I love it's all there in, in the neighborhood. Um, I also love going to the Narrow to Sea movies just to go cruise and sit in the balcony. It's a you know a block from the house. It's I great have to not go. been to the Narrow yet. Well, you and I have to go. I just yeah. got a couple of uh, tickets up to Flick It Friday. We did a... Um, they did a uh, cult classics uh, trivia night at Toast, and uh, my buddy Brian Lewis was on our team, and he kicked butt. We all tried, but he got us some I'm so bad sweet, sweet <laughs> tickets to uh, Flick It Friday, so I'm pretty stoked. So I, we should do a, a girly date. What is Flick It Friday? Flick It Friday happens once a month, and um, it's at the Narrow, mm -hmm. and they choose all sorts of different movies that are mostly older or cult classic, and they will have, like, which ones do you want to see? Take a vote. Um, they do anything from Willow to Fast Times Bridgemont High. They did uh, Raising Arizona. So um, 
they do, they're going to do drink dancing. So lots of really, Stand By Me is coming up. I'm super pumped about that one. I feel awful because I've never, I've literally never seen any of the movies that you just rattled off. Well, that is None even more reason to <laughs> jump over to the narrow. They've got the, the money, the proceeds from those nights. And O'Connor's a lot of times and other breweries will bring um, uh, beverages for sale that mm -hmm. will help to benefit um, Narrow Cinema next door, um, which is pretty much... Uh, an amazing one of the biggest video collections and DVD collections on in, on the East Coast, mm -hmm. if not probably the country. Uh, so they're making sure that they can do these sort of fundraisers and um, fund two of the coolest places I think in town: the Narrow Theater and Narrow Cinema. Mm -hmm. um, Flick It Fridays happens once a month, and you can find them on Facebook. And I love it. It's one of the cool. They do um, for raising Arizona. They gave us little. Um, uh, what are they, tattoos with the mm -hmm. woodpecker, or when they did um, uh, The Fifth Element, we all got multi-passes, so they do kitschy little things, mm -hmm. and that's one of, you know, one of the many things about Ghent that melts my heart that I love, that we do stuff like that, so you got to go cruise the cinema, they've got so many cool movies, I it's need to do absolutely that. unbelievable. But, um, yeah, so I've got a few tickets, so we should totally make that happen. That's going to happen now, yeah, awesome. for sure. Awesome. <laughs> Um, okay, well, what, uh, what kind of things balance you? What keeps me balanced? Um, I think that a healthy um, juggling of work and play. Mm -hmm. um, I love social media. I love sharing my adventures with my friends and my family all over the world um, via Facebook and Instagram. And I try to always make time for fun, whether that's just going to run the steps at Blair, mm -hmm. or if that's going on a date, or it's going to the beach, or going to work, because I have fun when I'm there. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty cool, like, I actually get paid to do cool stuff. Um, but keeping that healthy balance, making sure that I have time to um, have fun and for work. One thing that I love is how um, confident and open you are with your dating life. I see that on Facebook and Instagram, and you don't see that a lot from women. They usually just don't talk about, like, going on a first date or going out at all. They just, you know, keep it on the down low and do their dating, and then when they meet a guy, then they start talking about it. Um, but I love how confident you are in your dating life and how you're like, I got a first date, and I'm going to freaking nail it. And sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't. Sometimes <laughs> they do, you know. And I, I try to share enough, but, you know, not TMI. But it's nice to be able to, like I said, other chicks and other dudes might be, you know, dating or thinking about dating, and if I can post something that maybe gives them a little more confidence of like, you know what, I'll try that. Or, you know what, I never thought about that. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. And it may inspire somebody to actually make that step. It's not ultimately why I'm doing that. I like to share with my friends. But um, life is funny. Life is scary. Life is exciting. And it's okay to share those sort of things, you yeah. know. And I've been having a great time and meeting lots of awesome people, lots of awesome friends. And... Um, at the end of the day, it's it's great to share some of those adventures with my pals. So it's good to know that, and I and I, I actually I do get messages from guys and gals that are like, hey, you know, got a question about this? You know, how do you, you know, dating advice? But I'm not like, you know, I'm certainly not an expert by any means. But yeah. if they have questions on what I do, I'm like, here's what I do. Works for me. See if it works for you. Number one rule: be safe. You know, yeah. don't don't talk to strangers. Don't let them know where you live. No, it's. <laughs> It's, uh, it's fun, and I've met a lot of awesome people, and I think it's cool that, you know, 
you enjoy that and appreciate that. I so. do, I do, really. Awesome. I think it's really awesome how confident you are about it. I've never been so, I mean, I date, I date. I mean, of course I date. Um, I just never been so confident about it. Um, it's usually just, you know, it, it, something that I talk about with my best friend and then we just kind of like leave it at that. But I love how confident you are about it and how you can just like show the world like you're dating and you're looking for the right person and you have no problem with that. And I think that's really awesome. I never thought I'd get a second chance to shop. So you have a different shopping list. There you, know? you go. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's part of my life right now. And um, again, incorporating into what I do for a living. Some of my friends that do follow me on those things maybe they are starting to date and we can give them a different hairstyle or show them how to wear makeup a little different because mm -hmm. they are going to start going out on dates. Guys start to kind of pay attention a little bit more to their hair if they are back on the market or if they've met a new um, partner and they want to do their hair a little bit differently mm -hmm. or, you know, it gives them the opportunity to, again, build them up and if, you know, me sharing that helps my pals, then... Right on. I love it. That's awesome. That's happy, really awesome. Happy to have people along for the adventure. Um, it's not always fun, but sometimes it's a little crazy. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I have a really good time. So what is the most important thing to you? Um, what is the most important thing to me? Personally, not career-wise or, or well, I don't have another or. Just, yeah, just, just career-wise. Like, what's personally, like, the most important thing to you? Um, I feel like my... Um, my main focus is um, just trying to step um, out of my comfort zone and, and not be scared because I think that um, even if I have some hesitation about a new life adventure or um, a career change or you know even something with a relationship, mm -hmm. um, it's just making sure that uh, I stay balanced with it, that I think through and that, hold on, let's go back. Okay. Tell me the question again. What is the most important thing to you personally? All right. The most important thing to me personally is, um, I think, staying true to myself. Um, there are so many different pressures from um, everything in the world, especially now with the Internet. Mm -hmm. And you can get lost in the sauce. You can read things on Facebook and, and see other people's adventures in their lives or um, read things in, in magazines or feel like maybe... Um, you need to be doing this because you're this age and you should be doing this. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to just be true to myself and live um, an honest and um, genuine life. Um, it's, not, it's not always easy and nobody's perfect, but I try to just stay true to myself mm -hmm. and remember that honesty is the best policy. I think you've given me some pretty good answers. All right. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know, that's, that's something that's like, all right, what do I, what do you make me think? And I love it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Just staying, um, staying true to myself. Because like I said, you meet, you think that those sort of pressures end at junior high, you know, when 12 and 13, when the, you know, mm -hmm. um, peer pressure and things like that. And that's not true. It's, it happens all throughout our lives. It's just with different, um, different people in different situations. And even at 39, I still, you know, feel like, well, am I good enough for that? Or, um, you know, am I doing this the right way? Well, as long as I'm staying true to myself and I'm living an honest life, then I'm going to keep on keeping on. Mm -hmm. um, 
I've had a lot of life changes in the past two years um, from getting divorced and then um, going through gastric bypass and my whole you know health changing completely so um, through that I've had to remember who I am at my core and remembering to stay true to myself be honest and um, yeah it's been more challenging the past couple of years to stick to that that's but really awesome. I think it's something that my folks taught me, you know. I always walk to the beat of a different drum. That's always been me um, since I was a little kid. And they encourage that. And now it's just much more refined mm -hmm. at this age. But I try to stay true to myself. And uh, it's not always easy. Sometimes I get a little deterred from different things. But that would be my number one thing that I think is the most important to me. That's really great. I find that really inspiring and really awesome. And sometimes, sure. sometimes I'm like, well, this is me, and I think you think I'm weird, but that's okay. <laughs> but that's okay. Hey, I have what? that thought daily that people think I'm weird, and I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Today I was at work, and um, it was quiet, and I looked over at my, my coworker, and I was like, I had this really weird dream last night that I went hiking in Texas. And she just gave me this odd look, kind of like what you're giving me. And, was like, <laughs> and what happened? Yeah. Just hiking in Texas. She was just like, okay. And I was like, you think I'm weird, but that's okay, because I accept it. Hey, at least you're remembering your dreams. I think that's pretty sweet, because quite often <laughs> I don't remember all of mine. But I think that's the thing where when you do have a more quirky personality, mm -hmm. that, you know, um, it can be you can be either confident about it mm -hmm. or you can not um, or do the exact opposite and because I feel like my folks encouraged and my family encouraged a lot of my creativity that it's made me who I am mm -hmm. so if I can help to take that energy and what I think is important and shine that onto people that I meet whether it's in my chair or through the internet or in personal interaction you know own it. You are, you know, you are who you are and, you know, mm -hmm. be the best version of the, you that you can be. Um, my buddy, one of my best friends out in California, Mikey, uh, he says, you do you to the nines. So whatever that is, if you're rockabilly today, but you're Wu-Tang tomorrow, do it, do it right. There you go. You know? so <laughs> it's true though, just making sure that you stay true to yourself because um, Nobody likes a poser. No, I'm playing. Fake <laughs> <laughs> it till you make it. <laughs> yeah. And, well, you know, and, and, or at the same token, maybe you, um, with the ones that actually take the, the chance to not have to fake it as much. Like, you know what? I've done it this way, and I just don't feel comfortable, so this is me, and I'm going to do it like this. And it may be weird at first, but before you know it, you don't have to fake it anymore because now you just own it. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Believe me, I've been there with a fake it till you make it. And sometimes it feels like you're drowning. So you're like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but... I'm just going to give it a shot. The next thing you know, you know, you are, yeah, you don't have to focus on that as much. Mm -hmm. So my last question for you um, is, why is empowering women so important to you? Um, I feel like um, empowering women is so important to me because I see working in the beauty industry what that can do positively and negatively to um to women. Um, there's these beauty standards that exist um, across the board and I see them and I wonder how am I able to be a part of the beauty industry and still be okay with what I do. And my answer to that is I have to focus on building people's self-esteem and building their confidence. Mm -hmm. And so 
that is how I'm able to contribute directly to um, the women in my community, the women in my life, um, sharing it with people on the internet, sharing it with people that I meet in the grocery store or mm -hmm. wherever. Um, I feel like I'm able to take some things that they may be um, intimidated by and feel less than, or maybe they're not the same, why don't I look like that without makeup, hashtag woke up like this, you know, those yeah. sort of things, and let them know that they are beautiful and that um, embrace their natural beauty and confidence. And um, I feel like I love that I have a direct line to women and building their confidence. That's really awesome. That's a really great answer. Thank you. <laughs> it's, 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 it's spiritual currency that you can put in your back pocket. And, um, I, and I, again, staying true to myself, I have to also remember that I have to make sure that I, my confidence is built and that I'm living that life too. Mm -hmm. And then it just rubs off onto other people. And I hope that everybody that I come in contact with every day takes something away. That's my main thing. I always want to give someone a little tidbit to put in their back pocket, whether it's a good movie, whether it's the, you know, the new song that I love, whether it's like how to do eyeliner or how to curl their hair, how to braid their daughter's hair. Mm -hmm. um, I want everybody to walk away with a little something. And um, I love that I can contribute to that every day. That's really great. Well, Angela, thank you so much for coming. I really thank you appreciate for it. Me. I know we've been trying to get together forever, so I'm really glad that we were finally able to do that. Awesome. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to say I'm just super excited to be at Candy's over on Brandon, and I can't wait to start meeting new people in Ghent and ready to get this project, this new leaf of um, my adventure. And I can't wait to go get my $25 blowout. Yes, the Ghent special. I'm so excited <laughs> for that. I'm like, all right, I got to put this in my calendar as soon as she leaves. Like, Put this down. You've got to go do this. Yes, that's like they said, treat yourself. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me. I had a great time this afternoon. Thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate it. And please continue to listen to Women of the Seven Cities. All of your um, listening has just been so great and support has been awesome. And, and we're so thankful for it. And so please continue to listen. And we will catch you next time. listening to Women of the Seven Cities podcast. Give us a like on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, or visit our website at sevencitieswomen.wordpress.com.